It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to today's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights route the Anaheim Ducks 7-2, the final score from T-Mobile Arena. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, we'll start with not the offense, but the big save from Aiden Hill early on in the third period. It's a breakaway opportunity for the Anaheim Ducks. Aiden Hill shuts the door. It was a 2-1 game. That puck goes in. Maybe we're looking at a different game. Those are the timely saves you need, especially with the news that Logan Thompson's out week to week. Yeah, this is a big moment not only in the game for Aiden Hill, not only in the season for Aiden Hill, but perhaps for his career. Yeah. Third organization in what is now seven pro campaigns. Figure there's some American Hockey League action in there as well, but third organization, and he's been very good on the whole. Got pulled the one time when the Knights were in Anaheim, incidentally, but today was great. He did not give up any early goals, did not give one to the Ducks until Frank Vitrano scored at 16.03 of the second period when the Knights had a 2-0 lead. And as you described, going to the third period, maybe the Ducks had some momentum, unlike their last game, which was against Pittsburgh, and they were pretty much out of it going to the third period. They were just a goal away from tying the game. And that opportunity there for Ryan Strom was one of the best scoring chances the entire day for the Ducks. And therefore, the biggest save that Aiden Hill made all night. And if that one goes, the, the game is different. We, we were joking about the butterfly effect. That's a little <laughs> callback to Gary and I from uh, the other day. And then also the, the big butterfly effect. You know, we were talking about off the air, Ryan. And you may recall once upon a time since it is Super Bowl Sunday that the New York Jets were playing the New England Patriots and quarterback Drew Bledsoe was walloped by New York Jets linebacker Mo Lewis. Bledsoe goes out. Tom Brady comes in. What if that hit never happens? Yeah. Does Tom Brady have anything remotely close to the career that he turned out to have? So that's sort of the butterfly effect. You just don't know. Uh, that's the, the huge, big-picture NFL history sort of butterfly effect. But in the very narrow scope of this game, what happens if Hill doesn't make that save and how things might unfold differently? Now you figure the Knights find a way to get at least a couple of goals there in the third period. They end up with five. But that, I think, is as important as anything here, that when they had a chance to, to put their foot down, they did. Um, and they continued right to the end to try to add offense to this. And the, the Ducks just crumbled, especially uh, after that Jack Eichel goal. So 17 goals in three games for the Vegas Golden Knights. Obviously, that's not going to be a sustainable clip. But... What you're seeing right now from the Golden Knights and, and really the combinations that Bruce Cassidy has in terms of his forwards is that all four lines are really starting to click. And when you have that shift after shift pressure, it really can wear a team down. You said it. Uh, the puck recoveries are very good through the neutral zone. The Ducks did not offer very successful resistance there. Uh, anytime that the Ducks got the puck in, the Knights were coming right back out with it. And then there's the... The, the offense spreading it around. I mentioned seven different players had a multi-point performance. The only guys who did not have points today were White Cloud, McNabb, Petrangelo, and Marcheseau. Like, you can, you can survive with that if you have seven <laughs> multi-point performances. And uh, the guys who led the way, we mentioned Jack Eichel and Shea Theodore, they were the first two of the seven to record multiple points. You really appreciate that each of these lines 
can make a contribution. Sometimes it's going to be offensively. And while, yes, the fourth line got the second goal in the second period, Howden from Colasar and Watt, Gary described it as the fourth line dominating, yeah. that the Ducks did not have an answer for that group. So, yeah, they score, and it was a pretty goal. Watt, Colasar, below the goal line, a quick pass, Howden, the quick stick finish, second of the year. But they just controlled play. I mean, the Ducks had no way of resisting that fourth line. So at the very least, they could grind away, grind away, as Keegan Colasar talked about during our intermission interview. And if that's the, the, the identity for the fourth line and you can get offense from the other three reliably, you bet that's, that's any coach's dream. So when you look at, you know, this afternoon's game, obviously a big 7-2 victory, Vegas winners of three in a row. Any final thoughts on this one before we turn our attention to Thursday night against San Jose? Yeah, a few days in between that game. You get essentially one game in the span of six days. You uh, you want to continue what you've done here against the Sharks while also um, you know trying to address the things that could improve, like the power play. And Bruce Cassidy on the pregame show today, if anybody missed it, we'll have that pregame show available on our SoundCloud page, Ryan, soundcloud.com slash Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. I asked Bruce about not just power play overall, but what do you see in the Knights' power play at practice? And he didn't like it. This <laughs> was basically the, the short answer. Uh, and that there's, and I'll, I'll provide for you the uh, exact quote here in a moment because I do have that. Um, he said that we weren't very good yesterday, speaking about practice on the power play. We're getting outworked in practice. We want to get automatically set up with no resistance. But it's live this afternoon, meaning today's game. It's live. <laughs> They're trying to prevent us from scoring. If four guys are out working five, you have no chance. And, you know, the power play has only scored three power play goals since December 28th. That's not good. And if there's one thing that you'd like to see this team improve upon, that's it. But at the same time, if you score seven goals at even strength, that's not too bad. We'll see how they do against the Sharks and then a true test in uh, Tampa Bay coming up on Saturday before they go back on the road. But you want to bank these points here at home yep. with uh, the Knights playing now five out of six at T-Mobile Arena. All right, great stuff as always, Dan. You got a prediction for the big game today? Well, the New York Jets are not in it, so I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Alec Martinez, who picked the Detroit Lions. I'll pick the New York Jets. Congratulations to Darrell Revis and Joe Klecko going into the Hall of Fame. Fantastic stuff as always, Dan. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll chat on Thursday. Thanks, Ryan. Bye-bye. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 7-2 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Postgame Show, the Vegas Golden Knights route the Anaheim Ducks 7-2, the final score. Vegas improves to 32, 18, and 4, 68 points on the year. Still three points ahead of the trio of the Seattle Kraken, Edmonton Oilers, and Los Angeles Kings. They are all three points back with 65 points. Vegas next in action on Thursday at 7 o'clock against the San Jose Sharks. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Nothing new to report for Vegas. This was... An interesting game, chippy, in that there were a lot of stick infractions, a lot of stuff that went uncalled on both sides of the puck. But, you know, for the Golden Knights, Phil Kessel had a couple of moments where he 
took some time to get back up to his feet. Uh, but finished the game, no worse for where it would appear. The only real injuries right now for the Vegas Golden Knights are to Captain Mark Stone, who's out indefinitely, and Logan Thompson, number one goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights. Lower body injury out week to week. And I, I want to start there because, you know, I, I think a lot of people need to see the Golden Knights win games with some solid goaltending. And Aiden Hill... Since being pulled earlier this season against Anaheim in Anaheim coming out of the Christmas break has been fantastic. He has been dialed in very, very good. So that's really the important thing for the Golden Knights. Let's head downstairs to Bruce Cassidy as he addresses the media. Ben Goats, Las Vegas for you, Journal. Uh, Bruce, just what was the key to that third period? Well, I think... If you, I thought we did a good job in the second in the ozone, but we were, I, I would say, overactive at times. I thought if we could just create separation, if it's low to high play, get it to the net, recover it, without the D having to be, like I said, uh, too much moving around. The, the lanes were there, they were creating them. And we did a lot better of that in the third. We saw it with Theo, right? Just a quick move to the net, recover it. Then the next one to Theo, and it, and then Phil's there, and it, it, it you know, it started happening for us. Those slot recoveries, net front recoveries. I think that's where you, Anaheim is susceptible, uh, and you got to force them to eat pucks, right? If they want to block shots, and they didn't, so we were able to get them through and recover them, as opposed to all the movements. So some nights you do need that movement to create separation, and find your lane. Tonight, I thought um, we didn't need as much of it, and, it, and then in the third, all of a sudden things opened up for us because we were simplifying that way. Chris. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Bruce, 17 goals after the, the bye week. Just what jump-started? Is, was it the dad's trip? Was it just getting away from hockey for a week? Was it six healthy D-men? Just what jump-started this, this run? I don't know if you can say there's one thing. Clearly the dads gave us some juice, so energy. Um, I think you're kind of limping into the break a little bit. Everyone knows it's coming. You're on the road. Things aren't happening for you, so you mentally you're a little bit challenged that way you come out of the break you're refreshed that mental sort of weight is gone you know you're almost like starting over uh so you put those two things together history of scoring in our room has been there so you knew it wasn't going to go on forever so you put mix that in um we got some breaks in mini um so maybe we weren't getting before so it, it's probably four or five different things and now after Nashville, you, you know, not now, okay, we can do it again. So now you're feeling good about yourself. So put that in confidence. Um, and also the guys are feeling it right now. <clears throat> Jesse. Hi, Bruce. Jesse Granger at The Athletic. For a while there, you guys had a pretty good cushion atop the division, and now it's basically the top five teams are all on top of each other. Do you feel like there's a, a sense of urgency coming out of the break um, with just how tight the divisions come? We, we talked about standings the other day, probably for the maybe the second time this year. We don't usually bring that up a lot. I mean, the players are aware of it, coaches more so. Um, you know, the, the, the chopping the season up to me, and, and now it is about, hey, you guys went through this last year, right? So let's, let's make sure we're, we're putting our best foot forward because even when you play well, you don't always win. So let's not let games get away from us because we're not prepared or don't have the right level of urgency. and. And I think we saw it in all three games. Um, we kept playing hard, start to finish. You know, they got a goal um, 
tonight it's two to one. I thought we, we kept playing the right way. We didn't force. Got a big, big save on the breakaway, right? That's probably going to be forgotten about in a 7-2 game. But so, you know, that the timely save was there for us. And so, yes, we have talked about it. And we're not going to talk about it every day, but we mentioned it coming out of the break. This is a stretch we, you know, we need to accumulate points and understand where people are around us. We talked about Nashville and many, you know, those are wild, you know, right around the wild card level. They're behind us. Let's, you know, not give them life. So, you know, um, I mean, every opponent's probably in a different sort of position, but um, that that's what we addressed. And I, so I think our guys have taken that to heart. Know that this is the time of year. You know, don't let don't let points get away from you. Like I said, because you're you know you're just not dialed in. We'll do three more. We'll do Ben, then Ken, then Danny. <clears throat> ben Goats, Las Vegas for you, Journal. You just touched on it there, Bruce, with the save. But what did you think of Aiden Hill tonight? Uh, very good. I mean, he made the original save on the first goal. We just uh, kind of I don't want to say got caught sleeping a little bit, but our, our D was there. We just you know misread where you know their their next wave was coming from. Uh, second goal again, rush chance that we were around the play, but not quite taking that lane away. So I thought both goals he had no chance on. Big save on the, uh, like I said, the breakaway timely save. Uh, a couple on the penalty kill. So I thought he played very well. Looked under control. Puck play was clean. Um, a lot of good things. Okay. Ken Bolkis in Mendot Vegas. When you look at kind of the schedule of right now, it is kind of a little bit more spread out. Is it? Does that add more to the urgency, knowing yes. what March is going to be? Yeah, we don't have a lot of games this month, so take advantage of the ones we do. So we've got six more. We'll get some rest now um, between now and Thursday, but again, only two this week, so you got to keep accumulating points. So um, you can't control your schedule, so to speak. Like We can't help what's going on around us. You know, obviously, teams are winning in the, in the Pacific here recently. Uh, we just got to do our part. Um, so yes, that that becomes more comp, you know becomes more uh, compounded if you're playing less games, less opportunities to, to separate from teams. <coughs> Excuse me, Danny. Danny Webster, Las Vegas Sun. We've talked a lot about Chandler's line over the last number of games, and obviously going into the break, they were the ones producing. But the fact that it's been so consistent, is it easy to say that one line can spark the rest of the group the way they do? Well, we're trying to create internal competition. We are with the lines, even though we're all on the same team. But in terms of pushing each other. We'd like to keep these lines the way they are. Um, seen good balance recently. Tonight, I think after we made it 4-1, every line had scored, right? I mean, Theo's scored, but it was Carly's line. So every line was on the sheet. So that, I mean, that's a coach's dream. When that was head coach Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's big 7-2 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we've got highlights and everything else. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. When the Vegas Golden Knights hit the road, check out one of the team's official watch parties. The next is set for Monday, February 27th at Nacho Daddy in Henderson. You can catch the game and enjoy food and drinks with the VGK cast as the Golden Knights face the Avalanche that night in Colorado. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Vegas Golden Knights route the Anaheim Ducks 7-2. Vegas 32-18-4, 68 points on the year. Tops in the Pacific Division Three clear of Seattle, Los Angeles, and Edmonton. Taking a look at the highlights in this game, we go back to the first period. We talked about a fast start, how important that would be. The Golden Knights delivered as Paul Cotter opened the scoring just two minutes into the game. 
Right side, Connor, he scores! Connor's got his 10th of the year. The Knights take a 1-0 lead just two minutes in. Tenth goal of the year for Paul Cotter. The assist to Nick Haig and Jack Eichel. 208 of the first period made it one to nothing. Vegas. The Golden Knights would take that one nothing lead into the second period, and they dialed the pressure up once again. They overwhelmed the Ducks with their pressure and extended the lead on Brett Howden's second goal of the season. Howden left corner, left sidewall. Nick Waugh protects, throws it behind. Quick stick, score! Brett Howden from Keegan Colasar. Brett Howden from Keegan Colasar and Nick Waugh. 8.07 of the second period made it 2 to nothing Vegas. The Anaheim Ducks will get a power play opportunity midway through the second period, and they get some life after that power play. They found a way to break through as Frank Vetrano cut the Golden Knights' lead in half. Haig slows the Ducks' breakout. It might be a two-on-two -on, -two on the right side toward the goal. Kick save, rebound, score! Lundestrom powering his way towards the goal. Initial save, follow-up goal by Frank Vetrano. And the Knights lead trimmed to 2-1 to one, with under four minutes to go in the second period. 13th goal of the year for Frank Vetrano, the assist to Isaac Lundestrom and Colton White. 16-03 of the second period made it 2-1 to one Vegas. Golden Knights would take a 2-1 lead into the third period and early... In the period, Ryan Strom had a breakaway opportunity, and Aiden Hill made our AAA insurance save the game. Zegras finds it in his skates, taps it out. It's a breakaway chance. Strom behind the D, shoots, saved by Hill. Down with the pads, stopping Ryan Strom on the one-on-none breakaway. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance, AAA, outsmart life. What might have been if Aiden Hill did not come up with that massive save, but in a key moment, he keeps it 2-1, to one, and it allows the Golden Knights to dial up the pressure. They once again extend the lead as Shea Theodore ripped a slap shot home. Puck squirts up top, Theodore. Couple of shuffles and a shot, save, rebound loose, sprawling in the crease, Gibson. How did he keep it out? Now another try, score! Amadio pulls it out, sets up Shea Theodore, and Knights lead three to one. Shea Theodore's fifth goal of the year, the assist to Michael Amadio and William Carlson, 640 of the third period, made it three to one Vegas. Just 90 seconds later, Phil Kessel added some insurance as he drove the net and put home a rebound. Stevenson swooping in, deals from low to high, right wing shot, save, rebound, score! Phil Kessel, weak side rebound, 4-1 Vegas! 11th goal of the year for Phil Kessel, the assist to Will Carrier and Shea Theodore. 8 minutes, 11 seconds into the third period, made it 4-1 Vegas. We would take a couple of minutes, uh, things would cool down a bit offensively for the Golden Knights, but then there was a stretch of four-on-four four play, and Jack Eichel took full advantage of the extra ice, ripping home his 17th goal of the year. Through the near circle for Eichel, traces the circle, cuts in and shoots off the post, or did it go in? Oh, it's a goal. It's a goal, yeah. Referee says it's in for Jack Eichel. In and out so quickly, no one realized it. Referee was on top of it. Signals good goal. Knights lead it 5-1. to one. 
17th goal of the year for Jack Eichel. The assist to Riley Smith and Alec Martinez. 11:53 of the third period made it 5-1 Vegas. A couple of minutes later, the Ducks would get that one back as Isaac Lindestrom tipped a puck home. Segris out of the box, brings it in. Floats it left and a shot. Tipped home! Isaac Lundestrom. And the Ducks answer back. Zegras out of the box. A tic-tac-toe goal for the Ducks. And now trail 5-2. Second goal of the year for Isaac Lundestrom. The assist to Derek Grant and Trevor Zegras. 13-34 of the third period. It made it 5-2 Vegas. And just a minute later, literally a minute later, Michael Amadio would get in on the party as he danced around John Gibson for his ninth of the year. Welcome back. Right from the left circle faceoff, Michael Amadio has scored to give the Knights a 6-2 lead. He faked out Gibson at the left post, and the Knights have a four-goalie once again. Michael Amadio from Riley Smith and William Carlson, 14-23 of the third period, made it 6-2 Vegas, and not content with six, the Golden Knights would convert the extra point as Will Carrier made it 7-2. Bottom of the circle, Stevenson in front, score! The extra point is good for William Carrier. 7-2 Golden Knights, 4-17 to go. The Ducks have completely fallen apart. 14th goal of the year for William Carrier, the assist to Chandler Stevenson and Phil Kessel. 15-42 of the third period made it 7-2 Vegas, and all that was left in this game was the final call. Bouncer comes in on Hill, pushes it aside with a centering pass, knocked away, bouncing puck in the slot. This one is over. The Golden Knights come back home for the first time in three weeks and defeat the Ducks 7-2 with five goals in the third period. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 7-2, the final score, and with today's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu-priced pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 7-2, the final score. Vegas 32-18-4, 68 points on the year. Next in action on Thursday at 7 o'clock against the San Jose Sharks. Today's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar for the Golden Knights. They get on the board early. They get on the board first. And even though Anaheim pushed at the end of the first period, the Golden Knights were still in control. Same thing happened in the second period. The Golden Knights pushed early, score early, and then Anaheim pushes back. And even though the Ducks score, it doesn't really feel like it's out of control. Then you go to the third period. And if not for a big-time save from Aiden Hill, this game could have been very, very different. Ryan Strom gets behind the defense. Aiden Hill has to stare down a breakaway opportunity. He shuts the door, and then the Golden Knights score five goals the rest of the way. That was the save. That was the game. That was the answer you wanted to see from Aiden Hill, especially on the heels of the news that Logan Thompson is out 
week to week with a lower body injury. As much as this game was about the Golden Knights scoring seven goals, it was about Aiden Hill coming up with a big time save in a key moment in the game where things can really snowball on you if all of a sudden you're looking at a 2-2 score when the Golden Knights had played as well as they had through 42-43 minutes. You need timely saves. Aiden Hill came through, and it allowed the Golden Knights to explode to the tune of five goals in the third period. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thank it's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 702-876-1340. I know there's a game about to start, but, you know, the Golden Knights have won three in a row coming out of the bye week and the All-Star break. They've done it by scoring 17 goals, 17 goals in three games for the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, this was a team that going into the bye week lost to the New York Islanders in overtime 2-1. to one. Offensively, the Golden Knights had stalled going into the bye week in the All-Star break. Coming out of the break, getting away from hockey, all of the things that you wanted to see from Vegas have certainly materialized here in the first three games back. Now, it's only three games. You've still got a lot of runway left between now and the end of the regular season. And the Golden Knights, though they are playing well, are going to continue to have to find ways to get results night in, night out. This was a fantastic, fantastic game for the Golden Knights because you had to stick to the script. It didn't get easy until the end. It was very different than Nashville and very different than Minnesota there were a lot of different reasons for why the Golden Knights won this game. And dropping seven, scoring five in the third period, that's lower down my list of reasons why Vegas won than you would initially think. I'm curious to hear from you. What were the biggest takeaways for you from this 7-2 drubbing of the Anaheim Ducks? 702-876-1340 is the number. Listen. Kickoff's not for like 13 more minutes, so light up the phone lines right now. We've got lines open, 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. So, um, I mean, I was honestly going to say pretty much what you said at the end of the regular post game and just brought up now was if you look at the first two periods, if Aiden Hill doesn't play as well as he did, mm -hmm. this game could have been completely different going into the third. Um, so, uh, it, you know, he deserves so much credit. You know, when you look at a game that is seven, two, you're like, Oh, the goalie didn't really have to do much, but five of those goals came in the third period. He had to work his tail off in the first two. Um, and then I know everybody wants to get the game, so I won't get watching the other game. So I won't uh, drag this out too long, but Oh my goodness, Michael Amadio, <laughs> that was probably the nastiest goal I yeah. have seen I, I just nasty. Like I felt bad for Gibson on that one. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. That was. You, you know, it's funny that it's funny that you bring up the John Gibson angle because I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I felt bad individually 
for John Gibson because Michael Amadio just dangled him. And it was one of those plays where you see why Michael Amadio can score some goals at this league. His talent level is, is next level. But I'll tell you, the play that I really felt bad for John Gibson was Will Carrier's goal. It was 7-2, to two, and there's no defense in front of him. Like Chandler Stevenson had time to cook a hot dog, deliver the pass. Will Carrier could dust it off, take three seconds, and then he put it behind John Gibson. There was no pushback from the Anaheim Ducks. That sucked because that team quit on their goaltender. They, we broke their will today. Like yep. you could, you could see it. It, it, the dam broke, and they put in five goals. You know, it's. I'm sorry, John Gibson. He he deserves better defensive support for sure, but. You know what? I I'm always going to be happy seeing the Knights the Knights <laughs> blow out another team and win it when we need it because we've needed it. Yeah, you're right on the money there, Stephanie. Thanks for the call. Enjoy the other game. Um, the Golden Knights have needed an offensive uh, outburst, and they are getting it from a balanced attack. And Bruce Cassidy talked a little bit about that. We'll dig in a little bit later in the extended post game show. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty. That's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, Ryan, you're the guy that has to drive 30 minutes, so we feel bad for you. I'm fine. <laughs> well, you're, you're Mr. Hockey. You're the hockey it's, guy. It's, so it's, ho- it's all, Mike, it's all hockey all the time, buddy. Like, I'm just bummed I'm missing some commercials. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. You know what? I, and I got a greater appreciation for you guys. You and, and Darren and Chris have that four o'clock show, and it is, I don't know who's listening now that doesn't listen to that, but. If you don't, you're making a mistake. I listened to a uh, pregame show for the Anaheim Ducks, and, and just, you know, their take on this particular game. Mm-hmm. And they're talking like the Logan Thompson injury is going to kill the Knights. Knights don't have anywhere to go. they got nothing to play for at this point. They're going to have to fight to get back in the race. You know, you guys, if something happens in Dallas or New Jersey or Winnipeg, you and Darren and, and Chris are all over it, and I appreciate that. It's part of the job. Like, yeah, you know, not you, everybody you, does that job. You got to be, well. yeah. I mean, you got to be aware, right? And and I, I guess that's kind of the big thing is, you know, it, it's 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 all in the research. And I, I think that you know, when you lose your number one goaltender, that's kind of a natural thing to think that, you know, with without Logan Thompson, he's an NHL All Star, that you're going to have question marks in goal. And I think that that's a valid take on it. But more than anything, like I, I think Aiden Hill silenced some some of those detractors today with a fine performance through 60 minutes. Well, anybody who just wonders what I said moments ago, listen at 5.30 in the afternoon <laughs> tomorrow. Well, yeah, tomorrow is a good time. Yep. And just hear you guys talk about the league in general because that's what it really makes us pseudo-intellects in the sport of hockey. And, and we just appreciate it, and this is a good time to bring that to the front. But you can't say much more about the game. The, the turning point may have been the great save by Aiden Hill. Thank you, Aiden, for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or else it's 2-2. Two to two. We don't know where that game's going at that point. Uh, if you're Anaheim, why would you keep John Gibson through March 3rd? <laughs> I, I mean, if I, I don't know. I legitimately don't know. I, and, and if I'm John Gibson, why would I want to stay? Uh, you're yeah. 29 years old. 
go play for a team that gives you a chance to play in the playoffs. Go play for a team that, that gives you an opportunity night in and night out to play meaningful hockey. I don't think the Anaheim Ducks are going to be good for at least a couple of years. And if that's the case, John Gibson has wasted his prime uh, in Anaheim on losing teams. So I'm, I'm I with you. I'm with you. I, 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 if I'm John Gibson, if I'm Anaheim, I, I mutually come to some decision, and I try to explore a trade for sure. Right. Well, we got one more must-win game against San Jose, and then it's throw the puck down and see what we can do against Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's measuring stick time for, for the Golden Knights, and thanks, Mike, for the call. I, I like that train of thought. You want to build into that game against Tampa. That comes on Saturday, but you've got to take care of business against San Jose the same way you took care of business this afternoon against the Anaheim Ducks. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Sonova, you're on. Hi, Ryan. First of all, love everything that you and all the commentators do and all the insights that you give to us. Thank you so much. So you asked about, um, you know, some of the things for the game today. And for me, one big difference was they did not sit back on their laurels in the third period, Mm -hmm. which the team is wont to do. Instead, they kept pushing and pushing and got those extra goals, which means in the last three games, they have a plus 13 differential, which we all know can make a big difference towards the end. Yeah, 100%. And I, I, you know, to your point, they weren't stopping at seven. Like, seven no. goals wasn't really the end game for the Golden Knights. They had a couple of other looks after making it 7-2 to that mm-hmm. clearly showed this team was not going to take their foot off the gas until the final horn. I thought that that was one of those, one of those games where you wanted to see that from Vegas, and they, they delivered for sure. Oh, I completely agree. And I would part of me is like, okay, I know we've got money with Mark Stone on uh, LTIR. What are they going to do? Kelly McCrimmon can't help himself. He loves to shop. But I would actually like to see this team go all the way. Yeah, it's an interesting thought, right? Because right now you're getting balance. And it's great when you're getting it, but the question is, are there any areas you can improve or at least add a little bit in terms of depth? If, If Mark Stone's not going to be available the rest of the regular season, I think we can all kind of accept that. When or if he's available during the playoffs, like I think that that changes some some things for you. But would you would you want to give somebody or bring in something that gives you another look or another wrinkle should things go stale? I think that it's more along the lines of that, trying to supplement what you have here because what we're seeing is barring any other injuries. If the Golden Knights are getting that balanced attack and they're getting four lines that are rolling over and playing well, they're going to be hard to beat. But you need that mm-hmm. every single night, and you know you you want to be able to mix things up or at least change some aspects of your lineup. Should you not be able to do that? I agree. I agree. Well, thanks so much for taking my call, and again, thanks for everything that you do. I appreciate that. Thank you, Sonova, for the call. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. The Golden Knights absolutely route. The Anaheim Ducks, even though it was 7-2, it wasn't as easy a game as you would expect it to be, but the Golden Knights come out on the other side with an offensive explosion in the third period. 702-876-1340. More of your calls next. It's the Extended Postgame Show, Fox Sports. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, Extended Postgame Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 7-2, the final score. The Golden Knights route the Anaheim Ducks. Vegas 32, 18, and 4, 68 points on the year. 
next in action Thursday at 7 o'clock against the San Jose Sharks. The Golden Knights have come out of the bye week in the All-Star break playing well. I'm curious to see where you think the Golden Knights can go based on this recent run of play. I, I like the balance. Bruce Cassidy, after the game today, talked about trying to create uh, a little bit of competition with how the lineup is constructed, right? You've got four lines that have a lot of different attributes within the players individually that are on the lines. So that's really important. That's really important for the Vegas Golden Knights. You've got Phil Kessel going to the net, putting home rebounds. And that is a byproduct of playing alongside Will Carrier and Chandler Stevenson being a little bit more direct. That's what you want to see. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340 if you'd like to join me here with your thoughts and opinions on the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Scott. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, how's it going, buddy? I'm good. Good. I didn't get to see it today, but uh, we talked about the offense a lot on these calls. But let's talk about the last three games and the way that the defense has played in the shots. I mean, I didn't get a shot count for them today's game, but the other two, we're limiting under 20 shots. Does that sound right? Yeah, the the Ducks had 25 today. Uh, They held uh, Nashville, I believe, to 17 in in Minnesota, uh, maybe a tick over 20. But, yeah, the the shot suppression has been fantastic for the Golden Knights. They've been really committed on the defensive side of the puck. And keeping things to the outside, not so many high danger chances and in between the the circles. It's been one difference, and it kind of compares to the beginning of the season. So the defense and everybody, team defense is starting to kind of get back around to like they were in the beginning of the season, and I think that's going to be the key moving forward. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think for the Golden Knights, it's all about finding uh, a way to turn your defensive structure into offensive chances. Against Minnesota, they were able to do it with transition opportunities. Today, it was more about getting pucks behind the defense of the, the Anaheim Ducks and going to work in zone, getting pucks out quickly in their own zone. Uh, they played that to a tee. They did not falter when the game was close, and I think if you're going to buy in defensively, this team's going to be hard to beat. Yep. Thanks. All right, thanks for the call, Scott. 702-876-1340. That's the number if you'd like to join us here on the extended postgame show. The Golden Knights, a big-time win over the Anaheim Ducks. And we talk, I was getting into it. Bruce Cassidy talked about competitive edge, trying to create some internal competition with the way the lines are constructed. You've got Paul Cotter playing up with Jack Eichel and Jonathan Marcheseau. That line is starting to build and starting to grow in terms of where they're putting pucks, in terms of how they're getting to the front of the net. Those are all very positive things for the Golden Knights. Michael Amadio is a player that I've said on this program many, many times. Has more individual skill than a lot of people are going to give him credit for. With Amadio, he's got to play with drivers. Individually, not as much of a driver as, say, a William Carlson or a Riley Smith or a Jack Eichel or a John of the Marsh. So, but you put Michael Amadio in really good spots in the offensive zone. You allow him to just kind of see what's happening, come in and out of these, these soft areas of the ice, and then you put the puck on his stick with an opportunity to put it to the net. He's money. And that that play that he made today, dancing around John Gibson, 
Dipsy Doodle in the in the back of the net, individually skill. J- Michael Amadio has it. He just does. And I mean, what more at this point can you say about Will Carrier? Fourteen goals every single time he scores. It's a new career high in goals. It's a new career high in points. And I think what you're getting with Carrier is perhaps rewriting who he is as a player. It's an opportunity to change the narrative about who Will Carrier is and can be moving forward. The way it works right now for the Golden Knights is balance and being able to roll line after line after line. And when it's going, it's going well to the tune of 17 goals in three games for Vegas. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wrapping it up here, the Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 7-2. Five third-period goals for Vegas. Lost to some degree is the big-time save Aiden Hill made at the beginning of the third period on Ryan Strom, a breakaway. It was a 2-1 game in favor of the Vegas Golden Knights at that point. If Aiden Hill does not come up with that save, it's 2-2, two to two, and all of a sudden it feels a little bit different. But the Golden Knights get a big-time save and then explode offensively in the third period. Now winners of their last three games, the Golden Knights have scored 17 goals against Nashville, Minnesota, and here against the Anaheim Ducks. Vegas 32-18-468 and four, 68 points on the year, tops right now in the Pacific Division. Golden Knights are next in action on Thursday at 7 o'clock right here from T-Mobile Arena against the San Jose Sharks. That's going to do it for me here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to James Davis down here, making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post game show. It's not as much fun without your calls, your thoughts, and your opinions. Enjoy the big game, everybody. We'll talk to you on Thursday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.